Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off limits. All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters no matter what the circumstances are. Hello everyone, welcome back. Happy Friday and like promised, I hope you guys are enjoying the first of the year's episode with intentions. Today's episode is going to be based on how to set them. So it's really unique because this year, as I'm changing the perspective of who I am and what I'm doing, my intentions are changing too. So I'm not really looking at life and what I want the same as what I used to. So when I went to write my list of 300 things, which yes, still writing that and still every morning I am reading off whatever I have already wrote. It's because I want to set the intentions of one, what realistically I'm wanting to achieve. What's going to make me happy? What's going to make me feel good? What's going to make me feel safe? What do I find passion in doing? What do I want my year to look like? And when you sit back and you sit in silence, I really mean silence. Don't turn on the radio. Don't turn on a movie or the TV. Truly sit in silence and let your mind just take you, take you into hypothetical situations. Let your mind take you into a place where you can just think, think about what makes you genuinely happy. And when I allowed my mind to just go there and branch into what the intentions I want 2024 to look like, it was amazing everything that came to me. Now, with that being said, my 300 is not fulfilled. However, because right now, it looks different for what I want in life. And I'm still trying to figure out what everything looks like in that picture now. However, my vision board for 2024, I focus on three things. I focus on personal, career, and spiritual. Those are the three areas I really love to hone in on. And I do it with my goals. I do it with my monthly goals. I do it with pretty much just life in general. So when I review for the day or I set expectations for the day, I try and at least fill those three aspects of my life somehow. And that is where I make my vision board for 2024. I find what do I want personally in my life? What do I want for my career? And what do I want my spiritual expectations and how do I want them to grow? So when I sat down in silence and I was thinking of those three aspects of my life, my personal was pretty clear because I'm really in the thick of it right now with being a mom, a new mom, um, being a first-time fiance. I've never been proposed to. I've never been asked to be married to. So knowing that I have my soulmate in life, knowing he's asked to live the rest of his life with me, what are our expectations? And for me personally, I look to see what do I want him and I to accomplish in 2024? Where do I want him and I to be at the end of 2024? And what does it look like together? That also means I sit him down and I ask him, What are his expectations in the relationship too? And maybe not expectations, but more along the lines of like, where does he see us throughout the year? What does he want for us throughout the year? 
Is it traveling? Is it camping? Is it hunting? Is it, what is it that he sees us doing together more and more? And the nice thing is, is like the relationship aspect is different than the family aspect because then I asked him, okay, now as a family, because it's separated, him and I started the relationship. We brought our daughter into the world. So that's different. Now our relationship expectations are going to be different than our family expectations. So then we look at it as family. What do we want as a family? What do we want to start doing in 2024 as a family? And a lot of what him and I want are our own traditions. We want the three of us to have our own traditions, our own routines, our own fun, our own adventures. We want to build this strong bond between the three of us that unite us as a one big family. Now, that doesn't take away from the family that we already have surrounding us. That's way different. Those traditions and those adventures, and that looks way different than just the three of us. And so when we come together and we start thinking about that as a unit, that's where I start developing, okay, these are my goals for 2024. This is my month goal for 2024. And I break that down. I don't make a vision board based on magazines. Like that's a fun way to do it. I don't take the time to grab the magazines, the clipping, the everything. Maybe further down the line, I will put more effort into that when I have more kids and it make it into a family fun event, something of that nature. I know my friend does that with her kids. She makes it into a really cool family get together and they do a whole magazine thing and pick out their vision boards. I love it. I love watching her do it on Instagram. So you know who, which friend you are out there. Keep doing it. It's fun to watch. However, my vision board comes from the internet. So I make a clip art document. I put all my clip art on it. I make little notes on it. And then I hang it after I print it on my whiteboard. So every time I see it, I envision my life in that aspect. And we'll get into the envisioning process next week. This is just how to set your intentions for the new year. So then going into your career. For your career, you want to see, okay, where am I at right now in my career? Am I happy with my career? Are you even working? Do you want to work? Do you want to make money? What does money look like to you? What does money feel like to you? When you start putting in all those perspectives, you're going to start making goals. Like, are you an entrepreneur? Okay, what does that look like? What do you want your business to look like? Where do you want it to grow? How do you want it to grow? What do you see yourself doing? If you're somebody who's in the corporate world and you're very happy in that aspect of your life, awesome. What are your expectations at your job? How do you want to meet those expectations? What do you want to do to meet those expectations? How are you going to meet those expectations? Is there something you want to do to grow those expectations? I want to just say one of my friends works as a counselor, and I'm going to keep this as brief as possible to keep her confidential. However, she's a counselor. She has certain expectations to meet. However, it caps out at a certain amount. Well, if she didn't want to cap out, she could then set her goals to meet higher expectations. And if she didn't want to necessarily be a counselor anymore, there are other aspects of the job she can learn to go into and train to obtain. 
I'm trying to say that as vague as possible. I know that sounds weird, but it's like she could elevate herself in the company if she wanted to. If she didn't want to, she liked where she was at. She just has an expectation for the month to meet and she can do that or she can exceed it. And if she exceeds it, it will actually set her up for the future. So either or it's like a rolling type of situation. However, that would be her way of setting her 2024 up, even monthly goals up. If you are someone that is in the corporate world and you're wanting to become an entrepreneur and you're trying to become your own business, you got to start small. And I don't mean dream small. I want you to dream big. I dreamt big and I went for it. You can't be scared to go for it either. However, you need to have foundation. If you don't have a foundation and you jump out of the corporate world with no foundation in your life for your entrepreneur lifestyle, you are going to fail. You need a foundation first and foremost. So if you're looking to make the switch, what does that foundation look like? How does that feel? What are you going to do? How are you going to obtain it? What's your time max on obtaining that? So that way it helps you push towards the entrepreneur lifestyle. And you don't do what I did and spin your wheels and take three years to jump. Give yourself three months. In three months, I need XYZ executed. In six months, I need XYZ executed. Give yourself time and grace so that way you have a foundation so you don't fail when you go to jump. And then you have the spiritual expectations. Spiritual can be a whole array of situations, and I'm speaking generalized spiritual, however, because I have Christians who listen to my podcast. I have pagans who listen to my podcast. I have people who believe in Buddha, uh, Jews. I have a lot of different religious, spiritual people who dive into my podcast, and I want them to know that it is a spiritual practice. I don't care who your source or creator that you believe in, that you focus on, you can still make spiritual goals. If you are looking to elevate your freedom spiritually, that has to look a certain way. And by doing so, you need to do the internal work of what they call shadow work. And I think that's a pagan word technically. And if we're talking Christianity, it's reflecting on your sins and forgiving yourself. I'm not sure quite if we talk about, you know, like Buddhism, Jewish religion, things of that nature. I'm not really sure what they call it. So I'm not even going to try and like match everybody's expectations. I'm just saying you need to reflect on what went wrong or what makes you feel bad from the past and work through those obstacles. So when you're working through those obstacles, one, you're learning your accountability in the situation. Two, you're seeing what doesn't feel good and what you don't want in life anymore. And then you set what I like to call a boundary. And a boundary doesn't mean you build this brick wall and it stays in your heart and you're just closed off from that aspect of your life. No, a boundary like I was told can be like a wave. It can be a small wave where it just kind of breezes to the shore. It can be a big crashing wave that swallows somebody up. Boundaries are like waves. You can make them and shape them and flow them however you need to feel safe. However, if you don't visit the past hurt and the past bad parts of your life 
and see where your accountability in that was and become better as a person. And then say, okay, I was treated like X, Y, and Z, and I don't deserve that. Develop self-love in a way that you know if somebody treated your family member the way somebody treated you and you didn't accept that, why are you accepting that for yourself? And that's where I set my spiritual intentions. By doing that, I reflect, and that's why when I said in December, reflect back on your last year, what went wrong, what went right. What went wrong, take into accountability what you may have participated in that situation to have it go that way. And then reflect and move on. Realize, okay, yeah, wow, I don't like myself when I'm like that. That doesn't feel good. I'm not doing that again. And that way when the situation comes back around and it's presented to you again, you don't act that way because you're no longer wanting to feel that gross. You don't want to feel bad in that situation anymore. You want to feel good. So you got to act different in order to feel good. You got to act different in order to achieve the intentions you want for the new year. Then when you're setting up your boundaries, if you know the person that you were in that conflict with before acts very similar all the time, And it doesn't even have to be mean. You never have to be mean to anybody. There's a book called The Four Agreements. And at the end of the book, there's a story about a young man who sees an older man fishing by a lake. And above him is a light that shines. And the young boy is so attracted to this light, he's like magnetized to it. And he wants a light just like that. So he walks up to the old man and he asks him how he can get a light. And the old man proceeds to tell him it's the love and peace he brings to the world. And that story sticks in my heart because that is literally how I feel. I want to bring love and peace to the world. So it doesn't mean I need to be a pushover. It just means that if somebody comes to me and attacks my character, I'm going to protect me like I would protect my family. And it doesn't have to be in a negative way. It's just me lovingly say, hey, please don't talk to me like that. Hey, I really don't like the way that makes me feel when you do that. Can you please try and not do that again? Or hey, you know, I don't like the way I felt in that situation. I don't know how you felt, but please tell me how you felt. And let's try and meet in the middle of helping each other. You don't have to be a bully back. That is a fight or flight response of trauma. You can lovingly tell somebody how and what you need in life and see where they're coming from too because maybe they don't realize it or maybe you don't realize it, but your response sent them in a fight or flight too and both parties are accountable in their own way. So taking accountability, having the boundaries that ebb and flow and shining the light for love and peace is a great way of what I set my spiritual intentions for. That does not mean that needs to be your spiritual intentions. Yours can look very differently. For some Christians, it could be, wow, I wasn't attentive in church very much. I want to go to church more. Wow, I didn't tithe appropriately. I want to tithe appropriately. And for other religions, it could be different based on their structures and guidelines or I don't want to say rules, but like what they believe for their religious aspect. And if something wasn't obtained, then you go back, you reflect, And you set your intentions monthly and even for 2024 of where you want your spiritual intentions to be for your religious aspect. 
And then when you have all of that done and you're looking back at what is good, then match pictures that fit that criteria. And I'm just going to kind of share one of my biggest growths for my career is elevating healthy lifestyles for fun. I want big business growth this year. So that's what I put inside of my vision board. I find a picture that matches my goals for what I want to obtain in 2024. I clip art it onto a document. I write a tiny little blurb and I put it on the picture. So that way, one, I visually see it. I read it. I feel it. I let it go. And I'll talk more about that next week about how to really dive in to your intentions and bring it into a prosperous year. But today it's just about how to set them. And that is pretty much how I set my intentions. Some people may look at their intentions differently. Some people may want things differently. Whatever that looks like to you, follow what makes you feel good and what makes you feel safe. And that doesn't have to be in the three aspects of life like I do it. I'm sharing my personal how to set them with you to give you structure of how maybe if you're just beginning to set intentions and you don't know where to begin, that's how I began. I broke my life into three categories, but those three categories may not be aligning to your life. So please set your goals aligning to your life of what you feel is good and what you feel is safe. I hope this podcast helped you out in the beginning of the month. Remember, it's not too late to set your intentions. I know a lot of people think the new year started on the first. Sometimes really, if we look at the pagan calendar, if we look at the astrology calendar, the zodiac calendar, if we look at all of that type of whole aspect, the new year doesn't start till the spring equinox in March. So you still technically have time if you want to go based off that calendar. If you're feeling behind because it's the second week of January and you feel like you didn't do enough this month, don't allow yourself to have limitations just because of that. Reset, get on the horse, set your expectations or intentions, and get to it. That is the best way to do it. Just don't worry about a timeline. Worry about what you want to achieve and how you want to be successful in this year. We still have 11 and a half more months to make the best 2024 ever. And I want you guys to use every 11 and a half months to keep going forward. And maybe you find this podcast in the middle of the year. If that's the case, then start then. If you have six months, five months, three months, two months, I don't even care if you're in December and you have three weeks left of 2024. I want you to make whatever time you have left of 2024 the best time you can ever make and make it towards you. So guys, I hope this actually helps if you're utilizing this podcast for 2025. Wow, that's impressive, but I'm focused on 2024. I look forward to talking to you guys every Friday. And like always, thank you guys for your feedback. Thank you guys for reaching out, sharing, just being really involved and hands-on with me. I Like I always say, I can't be here without you guys. And I love you guys so much. So see you next Friday. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday. Like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you. 